0: Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to Journey into Oneness. I am your host, Darlene Soa, coming to you from a beautiful sunny day in the mountains of western North Carolina. It's April 11th, and spring still seems to be flirting with us. Well, the temperatures run uh, or will be running to the high 60s and low 70s, um, for the next uh, couple of days, it'll drop down again after that to the 50s with the um, evening in the low 30s. And that is just a little bit cooler for this area. So it seems like spring is just dragging its heels and really coming in full force. And the more I was thinking about this uh, and thinking about the fact that Usually the external world mimics what is inside of us. It got me thinking about how I may be dragging my feet in springing forth a new life within me. And it was something to really meditate on. Is there some way that I'm holding on to what really needs to be released in order for me to birth a new life right now. So think about that for a while as, as spring slowly, slowly merges forward. It's only been about a year and a half since my husband and I have moved to these majestic mountains, but... Within that short time, I've come to realize that nature can be one of our greatest allies during these changing times. It not only comforts us and feeds us and brings us so much joy and pleasure, it also shows us, demonstrates for us what it's like to live in the higher vibration, where peace and love and harmony are the norm. It shows us how to release the old and bring in the new. And what I've discovered is that you can't get to know nature on an intimate level uh, just by learning the names and properties of plants and trees and wildflowers to really get to know and understand and communicate with nature, with the essence of this beautiful life force. You need to come from the heart. And that is the first thing about really exploring the magic, not only of the mountains, but of any area in nature, is to come from the heart. I'm in the middle of taking a six-week class on discovering the ancient mysteries of the mountains over here. And on the second, day, the second day of the class, I was a little apprehensive about my ability to go deep into the mountains, to climb high on uh, the ridges. And I was thinking about that at the very beginning of the hike. Am I going to be able to do this? Or is some physical limitation that I had previously going to limit me from really enjoying this experience and opening up to it. And as I began thinking that, oh, maybe I was contemplating it for um, 20, 30 seconds, I tripped. And it was a very easy path. It was level uh, with just a few stones or rocks on the path, and I had tripped on one of them. And what that brought to me was the importance of getting out of my mind, just focusing on the present, on the beauty, on the opportunities that were immediately before me. And so at that time, I decided in that instant that I was going to approach this from my heart with the energy of a child just looking to explore and to look at everything as new. And it was one of my greatest experiences after that. So it's very important to get out of the head and really communicate at the heart level. Now in these mountains, some of the things that I've found already and discovered uh, just in the three weeks of the class that we've already had 500-year-old trees uh, in interdimensional portals, including a Lemurian portal, a Trinity Stargate that is home to a lot of spiraling, spiraling energy. Many, many vortex areas. You can feel the sacredness when you approach these areas. It's like stepping into a chapel transducers and rock grids that connect us to the cosmos, gnomes and fairies and nature spirits, and an abundance of crystals, quartz and amethysts, rubies, tourmaline, emeralds, fairy trees. These are just some of the things that we've experienced in the first three classes And what I want to share with you is a little more in detail about what each one of these has brought to us. And also, what we're going to be doing after that is give you some tips on how you can tap into the magic of your area. I remember a number of years ago, two or three years ago, that... um, I had gone to my first vortex tour in these mountains and it was so life-changing to feel the deep love and peace in these areas. And I didn't know how I could really enjoy the woods in my area in Michigan uh, to that extent, to that deepness. And what I found when I had gone to the woods in Michigan is in some areas the same energy that I found here, the same peace and the same harmony. And sure enough, the trees are all connected to each other. Every single tree in this world is connected to each other through deep roots and other connections. So what I'm sharing with you now is not limited to this area but you can experience your own magic just by tuning into what's here and bringing it forth to your area. One of the first things that we did when we were going on this um, trip to discover the mysteries of the area is visit an old beech tree. This tree was It had to be at least 200 years old. That's what was speculated. It was gigantic with its branches reaching high into the sky and its trunk so huge that it would take three or four people with their arms outstretched to encircle it. It was absolutely gorgeous. What was interesting about it, is that it felt very sturdy, and indeed it was, but the inside was hollow. And even with the hollow inside, you felt the strength, the spirit of this tree. And I really, I guess I I couldn't say hollow entirely because it was filled with nature spirits and fairies. There was one part of the tree that was open and you could peek inside. uh, And we had taken pictures, and sure enough, we have pictures of some of the light orbs that were finding their home around this tree. The beech tree is uh, known as a goddess tree. It's the tree of learning. And it's also the tree of crossing thresholds moving from one state of being to another. So it supports moving into new experiences, into overcoming challenges, into gaining wisdom, and moving forward in your life. So if this is anything that you are interested in working with, call upon the beech tree. Its physical presence is here but you can tune into the energy of it and bring it to you. It was really a magical experience to see this beautiful, beautiful life force. Another experience that I want to share with you is uh, when we were going deep into the woods and called off trail, uh, the person who is facilitating these experiences, hears and feels the energy of the woods at a very deep, deep level. She's been exploring this area for well over 15 years, spending hours and hours each day just listening to the harmonics of rocks, uh, to the energy of the trees, And we'd be walking along a path when something would be calling to her. So we'd go off path and just deep into the woods, follow the energy. And we came upon a beautiful little stream, uh, cascading rocks with wonderful energy. Uh, You felt the aliveness of the nature spirits over there. And nestled on one side of the stream, uh, covered almost with an overhang rock, was a Lemurian portal. It was absolutely amazing. When I had knelt down, because you had to kneel down, it was probably about, um, from ground level up only about four or five inches, and about a foot and a half long. And when I knelt down to look inside this portal, immediately what came to my mind was there's a whole universe in there. It was a portal to everything in the universe. Very, very magical. It was also uh, the home of many, many crystals. In fact, it was the crystals that had called... Uh, the person that was facil- facilitating our adventure in the woods. And what she had said was deep into the earth, there were sapphires and emeralds and rubies that were calling to her. When I had shared this with my husband, uh, at the end of our uh, trip, he had said, well, he says, the next time when you go for your uh Class, make sure you take a shovel with you. So these um, these crystals um, are starting to emerge. And that's another thing that I wanted to share with you. Uh, but uh, first, let me talk a little more about the Lemurian portal. Uh, Mount Shasta basically is a central. Point for Lemurian energy, whereas the Asheville area uh, where we're in is basically Atlantean. And what has been happening now? are people have been working on starseeds have been working on combining on merging the energy of Lemuria and Atlantis. So the woods in this area are getting a softening energy and it's beautiful to experience. So one of the other things um, is, and I don't know if this is the result of this area being flooded more with more Lemurian energy, but crystals are emerging all over the place. And these, we've noticed these in, in almost every walk that I would take in any part of the woods. And just to give you an example of how lush this area is as far as trails, in one mountain range close to us, uh, about uh, 20, 30 minutes away, there are at least 360 trails to explore the woods. And that's in one out of many, many, many mountain ranges. But over the past three or four weeks in general, what I've noticed, wherever I am, whatever mountain range it is, whatever trail it is, that crystals are starting to emerge. And it's almost like they are shedding their outer layer. If you've ever had any experience with uh, geodes, you know that you look at one side of them and it looks like a rock. But you look at the other side and you see a beautiful crystal. Well, what's happening now in this area that is so phenomenal is that these crystals are shedding their outer layer, that gray, rocky layer, and they are revealing their true radiance. I've seen immaculate white crystal quartz the size of um, a loaf of bread just laying in the woods Totally amazing. Not a speck of dirt on it, but the radiance was just absolutely glowing. And this, to me, is a huge, huge sign that it is so the time for us to release keeping our radiance from shining. It's so the time to just let go of that density To let go of that connection to our ego and personality and realize that we are the most brilliant, bright light. Right now, right now, it's within us. And I have seen from crystal quartz to um, amethyst, uh, oh, I can't even think of the names of them, to um, citrine so many of them that you're starting to see that just glow in the woods, they're all, they're all revealing that we really are living on a crystalline planet. And the thing about it is, is we've heard a number of times that, yes, we're becoming crystalline. Instead of carbon-based, we're becoming crystalline. But too often, we keep that knowledge in our head and don't feel it in our heart. So just that one statement that we are becoming crystalline, if you think about that and ask it to drop down to your heart, what does that feel like? That will help you then lose the identity of your ego and really experience at your core the shining light that exists. It's a a beautiful exercise to think about. One of the other things that I want to share with you about the magic of these mountains that have crystals that are tons and tons in weight, huge ones, as well as small that you could fit in the uh, palm of your hand. Are, there are also, uh, we discovered, what are transducers that communicate our existence to the cosmos and where we are. Transducers are, if, if you can imagine, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about this, they're large tablets, and I think about the uh, Ten Commandments as pictured uh, as uh, rock tablets. They're thick uh, and uh, long and narrow, and we have seen huge amounts of these tablets that are in the earth that are pointing, they're at an angle, uh, pointing in about a 25-degree angle out into the heavens. And what's interesting is these transducers can be uh, 8 or 12 feet long and 6 feet wide and about uh, a foot thick. And we had come across one section of the woods where there were at least six or eight of these, and they weren't next to each other. You know, maybe they were about um, 20 yards apart. Uh, So they covered a wide area. What was interesting is they were all... Pointing in the same direction at the same angle, exactly. So, tuning into this, uh, the gal that was uh, leading our group had said that these are transducers that communicate with the cosmos. It um, gives them signals on where we are and where we are both physically and where we are energetically. The other thing that is um, really interesting
1: and really
0: exciting about this, so in addition to um, the wonderful beech tree and the Lemurian portal and the crystals that are birthing all over the place, uh, we explored so many waterfalls. And I remember one in particular that I'll tell you about now. It was almost as if it was, I haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies, but I felt as if I, I was in one. We were by a stream that was so crystal clear. The green uh, moss on the stones were radiant and glowing. It was almost like they were iridescent. And the stream itself looked like it was crystal, liquid crystal. At, and the, the um, earth was so dark brown, so moist, so rich. It uh, felt so full of energy. And indeed, they, there were so many nature spirits over here that were just rejoicing at the perfection of this place and having a good time. So we were sitting uh, over there. Um, let me back up just, just um, a little bit and tell you about an experience we had before we got there. Imagine um, climbing up a mountain, uh, a tree, a mountain full of trees and uh, Leaves on the ground from the previous fall and lots of um, bushes and life just absolutely buzzing with life. So you're climbing up this mountain and we saw this um, these rocks that were huge, mini boulders you know, for the size from small rocks to mini boulders, clumped in one area of this slope. And when we went to that area, we found an opening in the rocks. And the opening was small, um, probably about uh, three feet, um, four at the max in uh, diameter. And we decided that we would... Uh, go in and see what this was a portal to. And found out after you got in, it got a little narrower. Uh, But when we got in after about uh, four, five feet, we saw an opening and it was just enough for us to wiggle through and come out on the other side of these rocks. So we entered it at the bottom of this sloping mountain or at the bottom of the section. Uh, It was lower. And then as we were climbing through this little tunnel, very tiny tunnel, it was taking us to higher ground. And what was so cool about this experience is it happened on the day of the new moon. So it felt like it was a birthing, it's going through this tunnel, this very small uh, cave in this, uh, this rock that opened up on the other side and arriving at a higher place. It was absolutely amazing. So this is what we experienced right before we tumbled on the magical stream that was filled with so many gnomes and fairies and nature spirits. By this time, you really, really felt like a kid, you know, playing in a magic land. It was just all around you. You felt embraced by it and you felt part of it. So we were staying for a while by the stream, just enjoying the beauty of this uh, experience and feeling so uh, captivated by the lightness and the joy uh, of this area. That We also did a little ceremony. And that's one of the things that helps unite us with nature that uh, we sometimes forget about is the importance of ceremony. Nature is always talking with us and working with us and birthing with us and helping us. And it is so important for us to acknowledge this with gratitude. So we held a ceremony uh, around this very special place, planting our seeds. And this is something that you can do as well. You know, go to uh, a favorite spot that you may have uh, in nature and it could be uh, anything that uh, you could plant. It could be a a small sunflower seed. Um, uh, It could be a small little crystal nugget. Uh, But with it, uh, plant your gratitude and appreciation for all that nature gives, as well as your intentions on what you want to birth forth. Right now, uh, we are working in four days, I think, around April 15th or 16th, that uh, we'll have another new moon and this new moon will be in Aries. So it may be a perfect time for you to think about what you may want to birth, how you may want to tap into this beautiful magic that is all around you. So many, so many magical experiences, and um, a lot of them have to do with trees. Trees have such a history with us. Um, Not only did we uh, encounter this beautiful beech tree, but another tree that we encountered was a 500, and I'm approximating here, that's what everyone was guessing when we looked at this humongous, humongous image, um, a 500-year-old oak And if you can imagine the wisdom and the knowledge that that tree must hold 500 years, what it has seen. It's also said that for the oak, that its roots are as deep as um, its trunk and branches reaching to the heavens. And one of the things that I experienced was so much strength from this huge, huge light being. It was enormous. And oak itself is a good symbol of power and survival and ancient wisdom. So we spent some time with this tree. There are so many magical, magical trees And this is another thing that you can try on your own is connecting with the tree, spending time with it. And if you don't feel anything right away, that's okay. It is just so happy with your acknowledgement. And one of the best ways to start opening and expanding your heart is to give it gratitude. In this area... There is also, and I don't even know what kind of a tree it is, but there are fairy trees. There are trees over here that are loaded with nature spirits and all different types of light beings. And the energy around them is very lighthearted. That's the best way that I can explain it. But the more that we spend time, you know, With the fairy trees, uh, the more we felt changed in the process. And that's important to spend time and just allow the energy of the surroundings to sink into your cells because they are changing every single part of your cell. One of the things, even before I took this um, ancient mystery class, that I would do is notice what I notice. Um, because it's interesting. There's no accidents in the universe. So what you come upon you know, has special meaning. And one of the things that we came upon was an ancient grave site. It was... It had one grave that was absolutely huge. The grave itself was about uh, 10 or 12 feet long and about 4 feet wide. And it was a mound that was made at one time only of rocks. But as time goes on and as the trees shed their leaves, they fall upon the rocks, and they decay, and they form ground again. So this large gravesite was uh, filled with, you know, both the rocks and ground that had emerged around it. And as we stood over there connecting with the energy we felt the portal underneath it. And that was really interesting because we don't know whether the grave was there before the portal or whether the portal was there and that site was picked for a grave. But it seemed to signal that those that were transitioning that had left their bodies in that portal had new pathways to new beginnings that were opened up to them. The other thing that was interesting is this was our third experience of a time of rebirth. So first we had the crystals that were shedding and showing for us that this is a time of rebirth. Then we actually had the cave that we could crawl through that was a signal for us to rebirth. And now we were stumbling upon a grave. Now, mind you, I'm talking about mountains that are thousands and thousands of acres, So to have three such experiences that were signaling rebirth was a huge, huge message to us. Another thing that we had come across in this magical, magical area is a Trinity Stargate. And a Stargate is an area that is filled with spiraling energy. And this particular stargate uh, was in the form of a triangle uh, anchored by three different rock formulations. uh, And the distance between each one, it it probably covered uh, an area of six or eight football fields. So it was huge. And all within this area was spiraling energy that was particularly high and vibrant, very, very sacred. One of the things that you can do, you can notice in uh, going through the woods and going through nature are looking at the tree trunks. And when you see tree trunks that have a wavy uh, configuration to it, uh, you know that spiraling energy is present. Or if you see tree trunks that have vines that are spiraling up it, you know that spiraling energy is present. So there were just so many, many uh, amazing experiences in these woods. One of the things that just recently we came across were two trees, uh, different type, different species, but they were so close together uh, that they almost looked like they came from the same root. And at the very beginning, near the ground, you could see them spiraling together. And then they would open up and uh, each have its own upward movement to the sky. And again, they met um, after, uh, let's say, growing about five or seven feet They met again, connected, and then they separated and grew, continued to grow up to the sky. Oh, um, I can, so high. You know, it it seems like they were lost in the heavens as well. What this was uh, meaning for us is that this is definitely a time of merge. This is a time of oneness. This is a time of coming together, it seems that nature is just full of so much wisdom that it wants to share. This seemed to represent and show us that we truly, truly are one energy. We are one spirit. We are one life force yet we can have our own individual expression of that life force. And that's the key. Recognizing that we are one life force without losing our individual expression of that. So, so many beautiful, beautiful wisdom that's coming out of these mountains now. So Different from what's happening in the outer world. And it's a good balance. It's a good balance. Whenever you feel so pulled and so distraught in what may be happening uh, around you, visiting nature can really, really help. It's a tremendous balance. So... There's more that we discovered, (laughs) so much more. We found an ancient hemlock. And these are all in different parts of the woods, too. Um, Hemlocks generally can live to be 400 to 500 years old. And I think the oldest uh, in history uh, is noted as being 1,000 years old. What's interesting about the hemlock is that it starts off in the understory. In other words, it starts off in the shady part of the woods. And it grows through that deep undergrowth to become one of the tallest trees in the forest. So it pushes off from the shade and grows strong and sturdy. What a wonderful, wonderful example of what's happening to us right now. That we're pushing off the shady parts of ourselves so that we can grow through it into our magnificence. It's uh, this tree, the the hemlock, uh, really is known for its magic of giving warmth. Uh, its uh, needles are connect are uh, collected by some native tribes and brewed to keep warm during the cooler months. It is also a place where uh, animals, particularly deer, gather in the winter time to feel its warmth. And indeed, in this particular hemlock block tree, it felt warm, even though this was a day when the temperatures were still on the cool side. So hemlock was um, another gift for us on our adventure through this magical experience. One of the things that we came across uh, as we were walking through the woods is a path that for some time, maybe, um, oh, I'd say a quarter of a mile walking along this one path, it was filled with roots. And this allowed us to walk slowly and just observe all the gnarling and uh, all the tremendous amount of roots that were covering this area. Thinking again of metaphor, uh, this was a reminder for us to remember our roots. Remember our ancestors, not only one, two, six, or seven generations back, but our true roots, which are rooted in divine love. That that is where we come from. It was such a very, very strong message to come across this. So, so many, many, many things are happening in the magic of these uh, woods. And I'm sure that this isn't the only area in the world like I said before, that you can experience it wherever you're at because everything is connected. We are one. Just like they tell us in quantum physics now, uh, that a particle can be miles and miles apart, and if you change one aspect of its mate, the other one, hundreds of miles apart, can feel what you did. So you can feel this magic just by tuning into it. One of the things that helps is when you go out into the woods, first of all, to um, just go with an open mind. And you can... Set an intention, uh, but then release expectations. In other words, um, one of the intentions that I set, usually the intention that I set, is that I want to experience nature uh, in a deeper and more intimate way, uh, also in a kind and gentle way. And in other words, I Don't want to experience it in a deeper way through a snake bite or um, a fall that causes a broken arm. Uh, But I want to get more deeper and intimately uh, related to it um, in a kind and gentle way. So when you go out into nature or a wooded area and you want to form a, a relationship with it, you can set an intention but then release expectations. You know, so an intention such as I want to see uh, three crystals or I want to talk to and hear uh, a message from two trees uh, is limiting because nature knows exactly the message that you need for your soul growth at any particular time. The other thing uh, to keep, keep in mind, and that's probably the first thing, Uh, is if you want to develop a closer relationship with nature and really mind the wisdom that is stored in these trees and rocks and even flowers and animals, then you have to be totally present. That's what I found when um, I wasn't at the beginning of one of uh, my trips through nature. Think about going to a party and meeting somebody, being introduced to a new friend, and then turning to somebody else and not talking to that friend, uh, that new acquaintance. Well, chances are that that new acquaintance is not going to be interested in sharing anything with you if you turn aside and start talking with somebody else and ignore them. So that's the same thing with nature. And it's kind of paradoxical in a way because many times I've gone to nature when I've really been troubled about something. But what I've noticed is that if I not think about what I'm troubled about, just let it go, asking nature to give me what I need to help me work through it, and then just be observant of what's around me, I get my answer more clearly. So it's true that uh, nature can help you work through your problems, but don't focus on the problem when you're among so many resources that can help give you the answer to working through it. So probably the first thing is to, um, to developing that uh, relationship with nature and to mine the magic of it from wherever you're at uh, is to be totally present. And the next thing uh, is you can set your intention, but then release the expectation. Now, one trick in really expanding your heart, because one of the things that you want to do is move totally from your head to your heart. That's the way you really get to intimately know nature, as uh, in essence. In, Uh, connect with the wisdom is to come from your heart. And if you find that, oh, your brain is just being a monkey brain and you're always thinking of something, then adopt an attitude of gratitude and say that you will be grateful for everything along your path. And look, you know, for the tree, the way it's standing, you know, for the little flower that you see um, peeping out, of the greenery, uh, for um, a spider that you may see crawling uh, across um, a leaf or a spider web, uh, be say you're grateful. You know, really feel gratitude for every single thing that you can see with your eyes, you know, the beauty of the rock, you know, or uh, wild flowers, and that. Uh, gets you uh, away from thinking about uh, any other piece that will uh, steal you away from the beauty of the moment. So adopt an attitude of gratitude and say thank you. One of the things that I do every morning uh, is open up uh, the door wall to the deck where there are uh, woods and a field behind us And say thank you to all of nature, to all the trees that I see. Thank you for being here. And thank you for allowing me to be here with you. It is such a gift to have nature around you. So um, express gratitude for what you see. And then say thank you. And remember to stay in that heart. I love the quote from uh, The Little Prince that says, one can see clearly only with the heart. What is essential is invisible to the eyes. It is such a gift, and it takes time. This is another thing to um, remember, is that forming a relationship does not happen overnight, that if you release any of your uh, expectations and just go with the the energy of the the child exploring and not think, oh, I still haven't connected to a tree. I still didn't feel the energy. I still didn't uh, whatever... If you just go being thankful for the opportunity to be among an energy so pure and so loving and so peaceful and be, uh, have the full heart, then you will more quickly be able to mine more of the energy with it uh, on a, a deep end of it. So, staying in the park is by all means primary importance. The other thing that's really uh, neat about just freely going into nature, not having any expectations, is that the body moves uh, much freer in nature. Uh, You're not choreographing your movement as much as you're just following, ambling along a path. And as the body moves, just ambles along freely, then that allows the spirit to be freer as well. So, as the body moves to the rhythm of nature, so will your spirit. And that's what helps bring about the magic and miracles of being in this very special environment. Just move. Really. One of the things that I want, I want to leave you with, uh, a couple of things actually, is nature loves singing. And sometimes when I'm by myself, a lot of times when I'm by myself, uh, there's a couple different mantras that I like to sing uh, in different parts of nature. And one of them is Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. And that's Sanskrit loosely translated, which means may all things be happy and free and may I in some way contribute to that happiness and freedom. So, just singing that a few times in nature, stopping in one particular spot that calls to you, and singing that, and then waiting there, meditate for a few minutes and see what comes to you. The more you stay in one particular spot and meditate, and allow the magic of the area to unfold, the more miracles you will see. Loka Samasta Sugino 5 Another mantra is Gate Gate Paragate Parasam Gate Bodhisvaha. Gate Gate Paragate Parasamgate Bodhisvaha. That basically is opening you up to eternity, to the universe, to all that is. It's hard to even put words to what that opens you up to. Gati gati Paragati Parasam gati buddhiva One of the things that i want another thing that I wanted to leave you with is a very special poem. This poem is by Premlata. Rajkumar. And it goes like this Blessed are you when you realize that you are unconditional love. Not that you love someone, but that you are love. And everything around you is life, life in different forms different names, everything is life. Life loving you and asking you to be the wellspring of love that you are. So when you sit in your sacred space and you notice, you realize that everything about existence is giving and receiving Between love and life. When you, the love, choose to receive life appreciation in whatever form or name it comes, existence reveals to you its magic and miracles. So, I hope that you could feel all the magic that I'm putting into this webcast. All the magic that I'm putting into the program so that you could tap into what is available to you no matter where you are or what you're doing. Take the time to realize that you are love. A beautiful, magnificent, shining light whose radiance adds so much to the world. Just breathe that in. And take the time. At this time of the year, springtime, the time of birth in rebirth, to focus intently with a laser focus on what you want to bring to this world, what you want to birth. You can meander about or you could laser focus. Whatever you choose it will transpire. Many, many, many blessings to you to again, for being the light that you are for being committed to your path and for persevering with strength and courage knowing knowing deep within you that you are pure light beautiful beautiful rebirth, and remember always Enjoy the beauty that is within and around you. Namaste.